series of song deconstructions. We're going to talk about the song He, She, We, Me, which is a continuation of our exploration of who is Josephine Electric and what is she all about. Josephine Electric is a creation um, of Keith Kenton Jones, me, or Phantom Electric Ghost. She is um, a you know, you know, ethereal electronic spirit or phantasm, part of Phantom Electric Ghost. She is my, you know, vision of the female side of myself. And so this song, He, She, Me, We, is um, a basic uh, acceptance of the fact that, you know, you can have a female part of yourself. And if you, you call that part of yourself um, as a man, you can, you can bring a lot of things into your creative sphere that you maybe didn't think of. In Family Electric Ghost, we've been exploring this for the last two and a half years with Josephine and Stephanie. <clears throat> and this song basically continues her, you know, uh, coming out and basically explaining that, you know, she is a total sexual being. She is able to think in terms of being a female and a male. She's, you know, bisexual. She's, she's just a gender bending, um, dominatrix, you know, leader in in the band Phantom Electric Ghost, and she's pushing her agenda of being in that free spirit and not worrying about the outcome and just telling people what she is, or what he is, or what we is what me is and so this song basically you know describes it in the pronouns that you know it's like you know it's a he she's a she me it's we it's, it's like every part of, of of a person and you know gender definition sometimes is not accurate in terms of josephine's description she identifies you know as a female but she knows she's me as well. She knows she's got you know, phantom in her, and um, she kind of goes both ways in multiple scenarios. In this song, she's just celebrating her sexuality and being really clear um, to anyone around that that's what she's about. But she's also about having fun and being open with who she is and not hiding it. And this song is basically a celebration of her. In a, in a party mode and using what we've been really doubling down on is kind of a new order um, kind of Joy Division inspired uh, baseline. In, in terms of the song, we've been experimenting with our Moog Mother 32 and running it through a make noise math module. <clears throat> the make noise math utility module allows you to really um, augment the Mother 32's capabilities. Now the Mother 32 is very capable and you can, through the patch bay, get it to sound however you want it to sound. We are focusing on um, a square and triangle wave that we are using combination with the with the actual oscillator and the filter to um, 
the LFO to act in the LFO to uh, create a really strong baseline. But the nine inch nail is kind of really heavy, um, new order, new age, goth kind of inspired sound is because we run it through the math module and the math module is really, you know, cranking up the distortion and the, the white noise aspects of the signal. And so we're able to kind of get this really crunchy, punchy, powerful bass that sounds, you know, really distorted like it ran through an effect pedal. And we're playing it through our Juno GI. We're also running it through effects on a MX-1, um, running a little bit of a digital delay on it. Um, on top of that, we've got the make noise um, morphogene in the mix, but it's running really low on a sample of our Phantom Electric Go sound just for background. Uh, it's not really perceptible, uh, but also what is happening is we have, um, on top of the Mother 32, we have an Arteria a Mini Brute 2S that we're utilizing. Um, but the Juno is primarily playing uh, the Moog, running through the Make Noise um, utility module, the math module, which we feel like that's an essential module. It's been talked about multiple times in your Eurorack. If you really want a good utility module, the math is one of the best ones you can get. <clears throat> there are many other ones from other companies, but the math is like, you'll, you'll see it in almost like a, a lot of people's Euroracks. and make noise has really good gear. Uh, we're looking at getting some additional um, Eurorack modules that Renee we're very interested in. Um, we're also interested in some of their their actual um, oscillator modules and any of the other modules that go with the Renee for their sequencing, which is like a cube-based sequencer, which is really interesting. We also looked at the squid pyramid uh, sequencer, which um, Lollipop is uh, reviewing out there. And we, we give a nod to Lollipop, which is really awesome. Uh, we give a nod to Cuckoo, who's been reviewing the OPZ, awesome hour and a half tutorial, awesome guy. He performed with uh, OPZ2, which is like a really a big inspiration for what we wanna do with the OPZ when we get it. Um, but we're very excited um, about those kind of tools. Uh, we're looking to expand and get another 6U to be able to get more Eurorack modules. Uh, we are very interested in whether Moog is gonna bring the subharmonicon on the market. Uh, in light of whether or not they do, um, the Behringer um, uh, Neutron looks very exciting. But we're very interested in some more make noise modules and maybe getting uh, some Pittsburgh modular uh, modules and some other really cool um, uh, modules that we might be looking at from analog solutions. Uh, we'd love to get an analog solutions sequencer and also their fuse box, we think. That is a, a big want in the future of the gear that we're looking at. But we're always defaulting to Roland and Moog and uh, Roland is on our list for Christmas for the Axe Edge, which we think is an awesome performance instrument. Um, we're also interested in the VT4 for uh, podcasting. Uh, we're interested in using that going forward. And um, 
We've always wanted a System 500. We think it's an awesome machine. Uh, it is two racks worth of modules now, and that would be a very exciting machine to have. Um, we think the Profit X um, L is a really um, watershed synth and looks like, you know, if you can't do a Moog 1, the Profit XL looks like a good choice if you're a songwriter and you're a composer and you want a lot of capability. It looks like it's in the kind of sphere that you would have with a Kronos, but a deeper sound creation capability rather than presets. And um, it really looks like an awesome sound designer synth. Uh, I mean, the, the, both the Moog 1 and the XL are, are, are awesome since you could imagine using both. If you have to choose one, I think the factor would be if you need to use real strings, real pianos, real basses, real acoustic instruments, uh, the XL is going to have the nod. If you're not really focused on that and you're doing more atmospheric synth stuff that you don't need to do acoustic instruments so you already have a good piano or another source of that i think the mode one is like great for that type of uh deep synthesis so we're excited about all the things going on we're looking for a co-host uh, we're looking for other bands that want to be interviewed so favorite our podcast and give us a little note voice memo and
Yes. 